I'm Elia Haber for the Beirut Banyan. It's Sunday. It's a very busy and hectic day. I go to a corner in Martyr Square where a friend has her mat set up to read children's books. So, Lana, let's start this off. You can give me your name, age, and profession. Okay, uh, my name is Lana Halabi. I'm 31 years old. I'm an entrepreneur and a co-founder of a bookshop, an independent bookshop in Beirut. I always you know you from that bookshop, and when I met you today, you were sitting down with a bunch of kids uh, during your storytelling hour. I know you already had one last week and uh, one today. Why are you here today? Not just to storytell, I guess. Throughout the years, the past few years, I've been advocating against corruption uh, personally and wherever I go, So, uh, and against the sectarian regime in Lebanon. Uh, when this moment came, I thought that I should really be here and I should, be, I should really take an action uh, with what I mostly know how to do. I came to the streets like, just like any other person, but uh, last Sunday and this Sunday, I thought that like, I should really do something else. At the bookshop, we usually do storytellings for children because I believe that books and reading can really change people and change a lot of things and induce change in any society or any nation. So I thought that I can do and I should do this here as well. And to make sure that we're giving a really beautiful image about these protests and how full of culture and uh, beneficial uh, discussions that are happening around. But maybe we can do something specifically for children. Uh, I got a few of my favorite books, uh, children books, and I came to read them here. Last time um, a lot of people came, this time there were more people and uh, there were adults and families and parents and people just like listening to the stories which I find uh, important for both kids and adults. They are really um, important stories, uh, some of which had been written like 30 years ago but still apply. It's important that the kids, they were able to extract the morals out of these stories at the end of each book where they were able to discuss the points happening and I was raising certain questions that they were really answering in a very beautiful manner that uh, was unexpected from people their age. Even last time I was reading a book about the garbage crisis uh, through a very heck, a discreet story but it was really nice so the, the kid was really uh, very conscious and it showed because it appeared that their parents had put a lot of effort into uh, bringing up such a kid uh, who was really conscious about all the things related to uh, sorting the garbage and the recycling process and everything. So these storytelling sessions are not for kids to be passive. No, it's actually a session where they get to speak up, to give their opinions. Uh, we do some voting and choosing the books, which is like how a society should be, but like we're starting it in a very simple way. Using that context and something you said at the beginning which is when this moment happened we're the same age I think what makes this moment special versus what we've seen in the last 
10, 15, 20 years. Yes, actually I've been participating in protests uh, against this regime since like 2015 when, it's, when the garbage crisis started and back then it was the beginning of such movements and people, the mass public was generally not used to a new alternative. People uh, with this alternative were criticized hugely and then after that uh, the alternative uh, party raised the standard because the other parties who were there, they, they never ever even submitted any programs through elections but then Beirut Madinati did this and everyone else had to do though we know that they hadn't done any anything of their programs but at least they not encouraged them they obliged them to at least offer a certain program even if they hadn't done it and the same happened during the elections even the general elections that happened later so these civil movements these mass movements are increasing how people are aware of like the basic rights that we should really have in any country. Before, like people just thought of their own sect, and unfortunately, the sectarian system uh, encourages people to stay in their own groups, uh, in their own uh, areas, in their own uh, places where they are from the same uh, sect, the same uh, uh, religion. However, if we see the streets now, they're just very random. They have people from everywhere, and this is something that we've never seen. And generally, it used to be centered in. Beirut uh, as the capital and even in the last elections the only person who came out of the elections was from Beirut so I believe that in other areas this will gradually happen uh, I believe that uh, this is something that that will happen uh, gradually along the way uh, though of course we'll have to sacrifice a lot and we'll have to be really patient to do this it's very hard that we just come like within a few years and be against a system that is really 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 evil and had been um, uh, in this uh, in this government for like a really long time so we'll have to be patient but uh, I still believe that after a few years we'll be able to uh, be there more and be available more and even increase more the standards of our really basic rights I was checking uh, yesterday a video from New Zealand it was really sad that I was seeing a minister or someone from from the government just talking about all the achievements that she had done with uh, in New Zealand and like I was really sad that we're not even asking about these uh, standards we're even still asking about like basic electricity and like clean water and like people to sort this is really sad but I believe that at least we should start somewhere and like be really persistent and have the will to to keep going we cannot start a revolution and and stop in the middle we have to really keep going so building on a couple of things you said one of which is raising the standards and the second one being persistence what do you think about the latest action by the government which was the resignation of the cabinet and the speeches that followed it I think this was uh, a building up of all the things that the people had been going through and there was a really big outburst all over Lebanon and this is the beauty of it. It wasn't centered in Beirut. So uh, I think this pressure that the people had done on the streets uh, even increased the bar more that uh, the cabinet had to cancel what was supposed to be uh, a law or like something regarding WhatsApp and then they even offered 0.6% uh, budget uh, just like uh, this. So, uh, oh wow, this is like magical. It happened just overnight. So even we pressured them to try to offer us something that I personally believe and a lot of us others believe that this was unrealistic and that would have never been uh, applied uh, properly. So I think the streets and people on the streets pressured uh, the cabinet and are setting new rules. So this is the most important thing happening. So whatever comes forward, 
will be like we'll have a new standard now that we can always uh, put more pressure on the streets for for the cabinet to know or like anyone in the government to know know that they are not accepted that we don't have any confidence in these people anymore and we are looking for new alternatives having said that what else do you expect or what are you waiting for why are you still on the streets revolutions throughout the world they are unique and they don't look like each other at all but like what we can learn from other revolutions is that nothing can happen overnight and it takes some time and like sometimes few years even so it's an ongoing process that we should pursue and wherever we can push and pressure we should always be there uh, and we should set these rules and we should uh, set these standards to get our very basic rights and gradually elevate our society and elevate our nation what's truly sad is that we are really uh, special at what we do we are very professional uh, I mean at the level of people we have a lot of people who are really unique who are really uh, who really have a lot of potential they can that they can put into different uh, sectors of agriculture whether in like journalism whether in like uh, any industry in the country so uh, I believe that we have uh, the right to be happy to live happily in our country for example, I have my brother has been outside the country for the last 17 years. His children are growing up in a different country. We can't see them. And I think this is the issue in each and every Lebanese home, which is really sad. So at some point, we want to have a proper country that will accept their people to stay inside and stay here and happily live. Since you brought up journalism, thank you for bringing it up. I would like to ask you about your media consumption. So if we want to be empowered citizens, we deserve tools that are transparent to convey news, whether it's through social media or the regular traditional media uh, stations. How do you consume news? How do you get your news, whether for this revolution or in general? Generally, I think it's, uh, it should be integrated. Everyone is on social media, so it's a great tool. It's like really powerful. So even if like sometimes normal or traditional media is not covering some protests, people are just using their phones to uh, transmit any picture or video from different areas in Lebanon with low coverage, low media coverage, or even no, uh, none, even close to none. So I think social media is really important, and this is how I know most of the things happening around. And I also uh, get uh, get back to newspapers. I check all also TV stations, sometimes I check international media, what are they saying? So I think it's an integrated approach. So we should really, as long as we at least trying to reach for news and trying to analyze it, uh, even at a basic level, not everyone is supposed to be a, a political analyst. How do you feel about fake news circulating around? How do you prevent that from circulating through you? Or how do you stay vigilant about believing it? All political parties uh, have been affected uh, negatively by this revolution and uh, even the people who support them can't even believe that something as big as this is happening and that they are not part of it, though they know that we are asking for uh, rights that affect the lives of everyone wherever they live. So uh, there had been uh, some kind of anti-revolution where people were just there like um, electronic, uh, I don't know, soldiers just to uh, do fake news and circulate such news and uh, um, like you know even in the revolution itself there could be a lot of people on the streets just like trying to find like the mistakes there and the mistakes here to just circulate them which is like fine because like if we have two two million people are on the ground all over Lebanon you cannot expect people to be the same fake news as you said was circulated and I was trying to post about it and uh, anytime there was like an apology or anyone there was something wrong that happened I was always trying to advocate for it 
I know it's a bit hard and we're living daily and it's very like, um, sometimes uh, uplifting, sometimes not, but we should not stop here. This is what I know. Okay. My last question, since you're talking about hope, let's say a year from now, you're looking back at this moment in our history. What do you think people will remember or what do you want them to remember? I think the unity that we gathered throughout all Lebanon and this revolution not being centered in Beirut only and even the Lebanese diaspora who have all saying that we are out there, we have left our families and our country because there are people like these, sectarian people and corrupted people and warlords who had been ruling the country. So we left the country because of this and we want them out and we want to come back to our families. So uh, I think this is something that we'll all remember. and. Um, Whatever uh, the situation will be uh, uh, like a year from now, there will always uh, be a lot of lessons to be learned from this uh, revolution and hopefully we'll be moving forward. And this is what I look uh, for. Elia Haber signing off from Martyr Square for the Beirut Banyan.